touchdown. Back to kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. All right, so we got our head above water last week. Booms, outstanding, 10-5. and five. I went 8-7. and seven. I'll take it. And I'm telling you, there's some radioactive games this week. I just want to give you a primer, and then we're going to get to the picks. All right. Underdogs on the year, 35-25-3 and three against the number. Unders, the I hate sports, let's root for punts, 37-26-1. What are those uh, Thursday yeah, night? Prime time unders. Yes, and your, your now boy, Al, Al Michaels didn't like it. He was furious. <laughs> he was. Prime time unders are now 10-4. and four. So with that, it's time to do the picks. Picks of the week. All right, let's do the breakfast ball. We're going to London. Packers laying seven and a half against the G-Men. Boom. Yeah, don't you think this is kind of low? I think this is number this number is low, and uh, and the reason I say that is because you know the Giants' offense is abysmal. They can't score over twenty points, and I thought the Packers came alive a little bit last week, even though it was against the Patriots. But it was Bill Belichick and Bailey Zappi running the down clock down as far as they could, shortening the game, and not really blitzing Aaron Rodgers. There wasn't a lot of one on one in the secondary uh, play last week by New England, so it was kind of manipulated by the coach. I'm taking the Packers all the way here. I've watched the Giants for four weeks. They cannot. They have a hard time scoring. Yeah. And, again, you and I talked about this, and it wasn't my idea. It was my buddy Greg Giannotti's idea. I still am in favor of trading Saquon Barkley if you can get more than what you think the compensatory pick would be if he leaves via free agency. Yeah, and, look, I love my G-men. They're getting Leonard Williams back. Kadarius Tony, I'd say it's great they're getting him back, but uh, who he's not knows? coming back. He's not on a plane. He didn't go. Didn't go. I know he's a practice. I apologize. He did not go. So listen, I'm with you. It's Packers. I, I just there's no scenario. I'd be stunned if the Giants kept it in the number. Let's go to game two. Bucks laying nine and a half against our man Arthur, the Atlanta Falcons. What do you got? The Artie party. No Cordero Patterson. He's out. He's on IR. That's a big loss for the Falcons. It really is. Huge. I'm nine and a half, I'm nine and a half within the divisions. It's it's tough. Tom Brady came out and said he saw a lot of bad football this year. Um, they have to be one of them. Their offense finally woke up in the second half last week. I'm going to lay the number, and I'm going to take the Bucks. I'm with you, and what I compare this to is you see a bus coming to, to your bus stop and you decide not to get on it. And as the bus pulls away and hits the intersection, it gets hit by a semi. We have to get off Atlanta. They're 4-0 against the number. We cannot continue. It's Bucks. Are there people on that bus when it got hit? I'm by not the semi? commenting. I'm just saying that you personally avoided getting T bumped. <laughs> yeah, okay. Jags minus seven and a half. They're taking on the Texans. <laughs> Come on. Vegas oh, is laying man. the bear trap I here. I know they are. I, I'm, I'm going to take the Texans to keep it close. I'm going to take the points. I, the Jags will win the game. The Jags were embarrassed last week. I think um, Trevor Lawrence will bounce back. He won't have the five turnover game that he had against the Philadelphia Eagles. Texans are terrible. There's no question about that. But guess what? So I'm going to take the Texans and the points. Texans are terrible. But yet again, last week, they battle back to 27-24, force a punt, and Staley fakes it. And the Chargers end up scoring to seal the game. They somehow battle. And laying seven and a half, uh-uh. Young team, not yet. You got to mature. All right, so you and I are in lockstep. We are taking okay. the Texans. All right. Rams, Cowboys. Rams laying five and a half. You know, I do not like the Rams. I'm taking the Cowboys in a five and a half. I did that on WFAN in New York as well on Friday. So I am going to stick with that. That's good. And I like the I like the Cowboys defense. I like what Cooper Rush has done. You know, I don't I don't expect him to throw for 300 yards and five touchdowns. 
But the key for them is that their defense has been making plays. Their special teams has been really good. And Cooper Rush is not making that big mistake. And everybody has raised a level of play yep. to support their backup quarterback. I, I may regret this, but this is kind of a spot thing for me. It's it's Rams coming home, awful loss, get right spot. How Cow- many Cowboy fans are going to be at this game? A zillion. Right. Exactly. Ready, ready for a staff. Yeah, but they're used to it by now. I mean, honestly, Stafford and the team go silent count every Sunday. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I, I'm, I'm going to take the Rams in a buy-low spot, but Booms might have the, the the right idea here. All right, this is a game America wants. Patriots minus three and a half against the Lions. Yeah, wow. Uh, I like the fact that Bailey Zappi played pretty well last week. I thought they got a little conservative late, a little lot conservative late in the game, and in overtime they had a chance to win. And back in the day, Bill Belichick had a kid by the name of Tom Brady. When Tom Brady started, they took those tough positions and they called the tough play. And then Tom made the play. And that's why he became the quarterback that he has become now. Bailey Zappi's going to throw for 300 yards in this game. All right, you ready? Your, your Lions defense stinks. You got to stop with this your Lions thing, your man. Lions I just cover them. defense em. stinks. And I like the New England defense. You want I really the twist? Do. You want the twist Give on this? The twist. Only the Lions could endure such pain. Okay. Matt Patricia's offense is going to eviscerate their defense all while the Lions are still paying him to do so. Patriots minus three and a half. All right, I like it. Bills minus 14 against the Steelers. Yeah, okay, so Kenny Pickett's going to make his first start. He's been practicing with the team now. It's uh, it's official. Uh, I thought he was very careless with the football last week, and I would imagine he's going to be careless with the football again this week. Uh, it 14 is a lot of points in the NFL, but you know, at home, the Bills, they're scoring 34 points, and it's all game. gas, no breaks. That's they don't exactly stop. right. They don't stop. So I'm going to take the Bills, and the only way this game stays close, if uh, unfortunately jo- Josh Allen gets hurt, this will be the only time you simulate two touchdowns. But for the Steeler fans, let me at least give you reason for hope. Tomlin, the Ray Bans, the Beard, underdog in his career, 48, 26, and three. But I can't do it this week. Bills, yeah, they 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 want wins though. You know, this would be the second year in a row. Actually, it is the second year in a row where the uh, the Steelers have started one and three. Yeah, well, stop ignoring the offensive line, fellas. Put some assets into it. It's awful. Uh, Saints minus five and a half against the Geno Smith experience. You know, I and I'm assuming that it's going to be Andy Dalton again. I don't know. It is. Jameis is not not you ready. You know yet. what to do, boom. I know what to do. I got to ride Geno. Yes, I got to ride Geno. He's back, people. He is. I am back, and I am going with Gino. And I, you know, after watching him here in New York get drafted by the Jets, and then have him replace Eli Manning, no, I am. There isn't a guy in the NFL that I am happier for than Gino Smith right now. Seahawks points. All right, this is a game that we are only picking because we are contractually obligated. Vikings laying seven and a half against the Bears. Uh, I mean, it's a divisional game. You know, it's another one of these big spreads within the division. Normally. You stay away from it. But I, I got to believe the Vikings, you know, at least they could score 24 points. Can the, can the Bears score more than 13 points? Will they throw 13 passes? I, I don't know what they're doing. I really don't. I think they've made their decision already that they, they obviously have a problem at quarterback and that they're going to have to attend to that in the offseason. Uh, but I would say this would be a game that you're going to have to throw the ball if you want to stay in the game because Kirk Cousins is going to throw the ball. And you saw what happened to the Bears defense last week. If Dalvin Cook is healthy going into this game and feeling like 100%, he should have a huge game here. I'm going to lay the points, and I'm going to go with the home team, the Vikings. And and when Boomer talks about Justin Fields, let me put it in this context. Not only is Justin Fields on pace to have the fewest completions in a season in NFL history, with an extra game, 
He's on pace to break that record by almost 70 fewer completions. I know it's gonna, you're going to find this very hard to believe, but I, my heart breaks for that kid. No, why would I feel like I, I feel terrible you know, for him? Because I'm an ex-football player, and you know we we really oh, know, sometimes it. you don't think that we have a heart or we are human. But what? We and really I'm a radio guy, and you think I don't have a heart? So here, <laughs> hey, it's two heartless True. guys on football. Tune in every week. I have week. to say though, you know, for a young quarterback to go through two offensive systems in two years, two head coaches in two years, They're two GMs them. in two years, there's no chance for success. No, none. They're killing him. It's the quarterback blunder. It is. Uh, Niners laying six and a half. They travel to the Carolina. Oh, give me the Niners, man. I love that defense. I love Nick Bosa. This is a championship team, I'm telling you. It is. They are. They, they have the best defense in football. They get the pass rush going. Four guys. They don't need a blitz. And guess what? They're playing against Baker Mayfield, who's playing with his hair on fire. Yeah. How about rushing four or less? You want to know what makes a great D coordinator, D'Amico Ryans? 41% of the time, you're getting a QB pressure out of it. Exactly. Base four rush. That is crazy. And I want to say that Nick Bosa has 17 quarterback hits already this year. And the, the, the next closest guy is like yeah. Micah Parsons at 10. It's the Niners for me. And yes. I, I don't like laying you know, big points on the road, right. but Carolina looks DOA. I'm just going to tell you, if Jimmy G can stay healthy and continues to get better and better and They'll better, win the West. they are going to win the West, and they will be in the NFC Championship game. Maybe against this next team. Eagles laying five and a half at Arizona. This stinks to high hell. It does stink to high hell. Normally, I wouldn't, I, you know, we have to make the pick. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Eagles. I just... I don't trust Kyler Murray. Uh, they have lost seven straight home games. The fans in Arizona are tough on Kyler Murray, and I think he his play at home reflects it now. Uh, I, I kind of feel like the fans are teetering like the Bronco fans with Russell Wilson. We gave the guy an extension. Yep. They won last week, and I did pick them last week to beat the uh, the Panthers on the road. I will take the Eagles to go to 5-0 and and absolutely demolish the, the Cardinals. Well, and I also think the Eagles, you look up front, Dominant O-line, dominant D-line, and you know the problem Kyler's going to have. They are going to bully the middle of that Arizona line. I know, height jokes, but he's seriously, it does hurt him when that front hits him up the middle, and now he's running for his life. I'm going to take the Eagles, but I don't feel great about it. Uh, This is emotional for Boomer right here. Dolphins laying three against the Jets. I just turned it to you. Come on. Yeah, I'm taking a home dog here. Here and, it is. Uh, you know, maybe if Tua were playing, I might have changed because I thought Tua was playing fantastic uh, with uh, Mike McDaniel. And, you know, you talk about quality backups. That's what Teddy Bridgewater is. This is what you need in the short term to go out and try to win games like this on the road in your division. The Jets are 0-2 at home. Mike, uh, Rob Sala keeps talking about needing to win at home, needing to give the home fans something to buy into. And I think the Jet fan really finally has a quarterback to buy into. And they're going to see a lot of blitzing the Jets will. Oh, yes. And I think that there's going to be opportunities for huge plays because finally, in the last couple of weeks, we've seen this wide receiver core for the New York Jets starting to make plays. So I'm going to I'm going to take the points, and I'm going to go with the home team, the Jets. Teddy Bridgewater has another name in my world. It's Teddy Covers. Bridgewater against the number, 42-21. and 21, But wait, there's more. You get a free set of steak knives. On the road. You ready for this? Yes. Teddy covers on the road 24 and 6 against the spread. It's a Scazzeri stat. Eddie, you're going to be happy Sunday. <laughs> Give me the Finns. Commanders. Why are we picking this game? I demand this game. Because they're the playing sheet. the game. That's why. Commanders getting two and a half against the Titans. Why? I'm taking the Titans. 
Yeah, because I'm I, the Titans 100. I don't even want to talk about what the, what's going on in Washington. I don't like what's going on in Washington. I think they've quit on Ron Rivera. I'll say it. You can say that it's. Uh, I hope that's not the case because I like Ron. I think he's a good coach. Don't like the owner. Can't stand the whole thing going on down there. Um, I just think the Titans have found their game. They really have. Here's your takeaway, people. Friends do not let friends bet on Carson Wentz. That's it. It's simple. You're a good friend. You know, Titans. it is a football team. I don't care. I just don't care. I mean, it's not just one player. I, I mean, just, it It's simpler that way, Boomer. Okay. Chargers laying two and a half as they travel to Cleveland. Talk to me. Give me the Chargers. Uh, you know, I know they're all banged up. I, I would think that Miles Garrett's going to play again this week. Uh, Chargers showed me something last week, bouncing back the way they did. And, you know, I don't think Justin Herbert's 100%, but, but this, he's much better. And they're much better just because of him being on the field. I know that the Cleveland Browns want to run the ball and everything else. I'm, Jacoby's a backup quarterback, and he's playing like it. And they're not going to score a lot of points. So I, I'm always going to take the quarterback in the game of this magnitude. I'll take uh, Justin Herbert. All right, I'm going to take a shot here. Jacoby is a favorite? Never. Jacoby is a home dog. I'll consider. Boomer mentions it. You know what? Who might be the best running back in football right now? It might be Nick Chubb. They get the running game. The Chargers still. I feel like this is like death taxes and the Chargers struggle to stop the run. It never changes. I'm going to take Cleveland here, and I might end up looking dumber than I am, but I will take Cleveland with the Yeah, You're not that dumb. Don't be so hard on yourself. And the other thing, too, to remember, the Chargers let the Texans back into the game last week. They should have just wiped them out in the second half and, and just could not put them away. No. So you're not that dumb after I appreciate that. that uplifting. Chiefs. Laying seven and a half against the Raiders and people, all I will say, the Raiders always bust the Chiefs' chops. They do. They do. They always keep it close, and I'm going to go with the Raiders here and take the points for that reason. I didn't think you'd do it. Yeah. I mean, for that reason. And, you know, I'm not sitting here telling you that Derek Carr is anything uh, fabulous. I'm, I think he's a good quality quarterback, but for some reason, the Chiefs bring out the best in the Raiders. It, and I know it's just one of those weird sports things. No, it, it is, but, like, certain – like, last week we talked about it. The Niners are the Rams' kryptonite. And it doesn't make a lot of sense, but Shanahan dominates McVay. This is just one of those deals where it doesn't matter who the coach is, the Raiders always play these guys close as a big dog. So, on surface, you look at it and go, I can't see he's going to wipe the floor with him. I have to take the points. Yeah. I have to. And I don't feel good about it. It's I feel filthy. No, the one, you know, don't feel filthy. Don't worry about it. But I will say... When you play these games within the division, you just throw the records out the window. That's it, taking the points. All right, best of the best, and it's a hell of a game. And I got a rapid fire for Boomer and the final word. All next on kickoff with Boomer and Valenny.